0: Welcome to A Higher Branch, a source of practical and powerful information for busy people dedicated to boosting their personal health and professional performance. I'm your host, Sam McCall. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of A Higher Branch. Now, as humans, we thrive on connection, and we usually source this connection in our day to day interactions, friendships, and relationships. But there are many people out there that struggle with this initial connection and find themselves sitting, asking, how do I become more liked? In fact, in today's society, we only have to open our social media to see the world pushing to be liked through filters, captions. And it's a time where people are rating their value off the number of likes they are receiving on a photo So in last week's episode, we dived into the first question preoccupying most people's minds, and that is, how do I get more money? And I hope I did that topic justice. I always share my content with you with the utmost love and respect, and I honor your time. So I hope you really enjoyed that episode. And if you haven't listened to it, uh, please go back and do listen to it because it does give the context for the second question I'm going to dive into today. And for those of you who sent me emails commenting on that last episode, thank you so much. It's the feedback that I get from our community that inspires me to continue to bring you valuable content. And if you haven't guessed it by now for today, we'll be answering the number two question preoccupying people's minds. And this is off all the latest research. And the number two question is, how do I become more liked? Now, in this context, I don't only mean likes on social media, although in some cases, what I have to say could apply for that medium. Today, I'm going to share with you why this is such an important question. And secondly, I'm going to share with you what we can learn from George Costanza from Seinfeld. <laughs> That's right, I call it the George Costanza rule. And then I'm going to share with you my tips on how to really get people to like you. Now you may have heard most of these tips, but I'm going to reveal two tips in particular that no one likes to admit or talk about, but I promise you it's gonna resonate with you and I'm gonna have you nodding. Now first, I wanna explain why it is important that we need to feel liked. In a high branch framework, one of the eight areas of life is the tree of friendship. And this is part of our holistic living framework. And for those of you who are new to our community, the eight areas of life are the tree of health, which fills the fundamental human need for freedom, the tree of love, which fills the fundamental human need for intimacy and affection, the tree of family, which fills the fundamental human need for unconditional love and support, the tree of work, which fills the fundamental human need for fulfilment, The tree of friendship, which fills the fundamental human need for belonging. So today's topic is in the context of the tree of friendship. The next area of life is the tree of learning, which fills the fundamental human need for growth. Without learning, there is no growth. Seventh, the fundamental human need for freedom, which we covered last week under the tree of wealth. And lastly, the tree of charity, which fills the fundamental human need for contribution. Now, in that framework, friendship, as I said, fills a fundamental human need for belonging. Humans are essentially social creatures. We thrive on connection. The right kind of connections are good for our physical, mental, and emotional health. And... In fact, there is a strong link between longevity and having positive social networks. If you look at the blue zones in the world, and I was lucky enough to visit Sardinia three years ago at a longevity conference, and the number one factor that came out as the reason why people in that area are living over 100 had nothing to do with diet and exercise. It, in fact, had to do with their social networks and their faith. And I did uh, record a podcast on that, and I have published an article on that very topic you will find on ahirebranch.com. So there is a strong link between Being liked and being happy. And it is a very primal need and one that impacts our emotional health in a profound way. But it is also one that often causes a lot of anxiety when we are not liked. And that's why the rules or the tips that I'm going to be sharing with you today are so important because we are often not taught the art or the skill of being liked. But first, I want to introduce you to what I call George Costanza's rule. Now, we can learn so much of what not to do from George Costanza. When it comes to the psychology of being liked, the number one rule that we learned from him is that not all people have to like you. Now, in one episode, George Costanza gets hung up and totally obsessed about a girlfriend of Jerry's that simply does not like him. He can't handle it. It eats him up. For most of you Seinfeld fans, you probably know the episode I'm talking about. In that episode, it even destroyed... His relationship with his own girlfriend, who was trying to get intimate with him. Now, I'm going to quickly just play a short snippet from that episode, which will serve as comic uh, interlude, but also which will set up my next comment. We had a good time, huh, the four of us? Yeah. <laughs> we all got along, everyone seemed very pleasant. Yeah. What did Jodie say? She had a good time. That it? Pretty much. <laughs> she say anything about uh? What? No, nah, that's all right. Great. She had a good time. Yeah. <laughs> he just hesitated. I was blowing on the coffee. She didn't like me. Look, it's not like you're gonna be spending a lot of time with her. So she doesn't like me? No. <laughs> she said that? Yes. She told you she doesn't like me? Yes. What were her examples? I don't words? like him. <laughs> uh huh. Why didn't she like me? Not everybody liked everybody. I tried to be nice. I wasn't nice. You were very nice. I bent over backwards for that woman. because <laughs> <laughs> everybody has to like me. I must be liked. Okay, I'll stop it right there. As I said, we learned so many things from George Costanza on what not to do, and that was one beautiful one. And as Jerry said, not all people have to like you. Dr. Guy Winch recently wrote in a beautiful article published in Psychology Today. In it, he wrote, our likability is not entirely up to us. It depends on the context, our roles and functions within the group, the people around us, how much we have in common with them, their biases and our own, and a variety of other factors. Some people may never warm up to us, no matter how likable we are. They might be opposed to our lifestyle, culture or choices, rubbed the wrong way by one or more of our characteristics, have grudges and resentments we are unaware of, or just be difficult people whose minds cannot be changed. While it is possible to increase our likability in a general circumstance, it is important to remember we can't appeal to all people all of the time. So before we go through all the tips on being liked, my advice to you is not to care about whether all people like you. Whether it is the barista who is unfriendly or the random in the lift who does not want to acknowledge your muses on the weather or the stranger at a bar who brushes you when you try and connect, Now, I'm not saying be nonchalant with strangers to the point of being rude. Also, I'm not saying that you walk around with negative soft talk such as other people don't matter, who cares, whatever. Now, this is a negative way of preempting rejection and spoils your chances of meeting new people and making new friends and climbing higher in the tree of friendship. So with the utmost of respect, I want to suggest two things to you. Number one, it's not always about you when someone does not like you. When someone does not like you, it usually means that they are in a bad headspace. Very rarely does it mean that they simply do not like you. But what if it is you? Does it really matter? My advice is very blunt. You need to build a bridge and get over it. Not everyone has to like you. Whenever I coach people, I use a technique called think like a billionaire when it comes to handling rejection. And it's simply this. Ask yourself, if you're Richard Branson or Elon Musk and you were ignored or brushed by somebody, would you care? Probably not. The second thing I want to suggest to you is this. Focus on being liked by the people that matter. That is, people closest to you in the eight areas of life. Who are they? Look to the eight areas of life. The answers to all of life's questions for me lay in this framework, the holistic living framework at a higher branch. Now, you rarely hear me talking about the second framework in the operating system at a higher branch, and that is a circle of conscious living. And that is something that I usually reserve for one-on-one coaching and something that we share at the Upgrade Your Life event not because we like to hold things back. We're a not-for-profit organization, but because it is simply so difficult to talk about in generic terms. It's something that applies specifically to a person's own set of circumstances. But it's also the subject of my next book called The Circle of Conscious Living, where I do talk about it in generic terms, but it is a very lengthy book. So I do not like to download information that give you half a story or just a headline. Look, there's too much on social media that just gives you sound bites and snippets that don't really do the topic justice. I I cringe whenever I see that, and it's something that we would never do at a higher branch. So who are the people that matter most in your life? So if we look at the framework, the Holistic Living Framework, the first person is you. And my tip is this, to be liked by others, you have to first like yourself. You will find that when you follow the tips that I'm going to talk to you about being liked, you will automatically start to like yourself even more. And also, if you hit live by the holistic living framework and live by the circle of conscious living that you would have learned at our previous event, you will know exactly what we're talking about when we say that you have to first like yourself or what does it mean to like yourself or how do you like yourself. Okay, the second person that matters in your life that you need to be liked by is your partner. We often focus on being liked by strangers on social media or strangers at a bar or strangers that we come across in our life's interactions. And we often forget that the most important person is you. The second is your partner. Third is your family. Yes, they have to like you too. We cannot take our partner and our family for granted and say we can be our worst self with them and reserve our best self for utter strangers and then become utterly rejected when we are brushed or rejected by hit strangers. It just makes no sense. Focus on the people that matter. Okay, the fourth class of people that matter is your work colleagues. People we spend so much time at work. So the, the tips I'm going to share with you is important for you to be liked by your colleagues. And lastly, it is your close friends. Now, when I say close friends, I don't mean your best friends friends that you actually know and that you see face-to-face. Now, I say that your friends should be your partner, your family, your extended family, your work colleagues, but there are also a group of friends that we collect over the years, when I say collect, that we acquire because friendship is an asset and we do acquire these friendships over the years and they start in our school years, in our university years, if we went to university... In our work years, I have friends from people that I've worked with and attended courses from over so many years. So friends that you don't know on social media don't count when it comes to the tips that I'm going to be sharing with you. Okay, so let's turn now to the ways that you can be liked by the people that matter. My number one tip is to listen like a monk. You need to listen and take an interest in what the other person is saying. Now, we have two ears and one mouth for a reason. We need to listen twice as much as we talk. When you're listening to someone intently, it sends a message that they matter. They really matter. You care for what they say and that you respect what they're saying and you respect them. Being a good listener will automatically make you likable. Now, here are a few rules for listening. Listen to listen, not to talk. Listen to understand, to comprehend and not to think about what you're going to say next. There is a dance that happens when you're in a conversation. If the topic of the conversation is about that person, and that person is talking about something that really matters to them, then it's your cue to listen, not to talk. Secondly is be present when you listen. That's why I call this tip, Listen Like a Monk, because it takes mindfulness to really listen to what someone is saying. So living in the moment and being present makes you more liked. This is different to listening. You can listen to people still not be present. I see a lot of parents, often I'm jogging through parks and I'll see parents at a playground with their kids and their kids are talking to them and they're just going, yes, sweetie, or yes, Tommy, but they're not really listening. So if you are not present, you will come across as a fake listener and people can pick up on that very easily as the conversation flows. My next rule for listening is look that person in the eye, but not in a freaky way, of course. Second is acknowledge what they are saying in your own way. That could mean nodding or vocal cues like saying, "Uh uh-huh, yes, oh, wow, okay. Now, when you're listening as well, my tip is to also resist the temptation to give advice and to interject whilst that person is talking. So my first tip is listen like a monk. And when I say a monk, practice meditation and mindfulness that will make you a better listener. Number two is don't talk about yourself unless you're in a job interview, of course. When you sit and talk to people, don't sit there talking about what you've done in the past or what you're doing, you're going to do in the future. Live in the present moment and tell stories of what you are both doing right now. But don't dominate the conversation. As I said earlier, a conversation is a dance of to and from, and you don't want to have a bottleneck or an obstacle to that dance by dominating the conversation of talking about yourself. No one likes someone that just talks ad nauseum about themselves. Trust me, nobody, okay? It's all about the conversation, it's all about the topic. Okay, that's my number two tip. And I am getting to the one that is controversial. One is controversial, but there are two you don't often hear about when it comes to being liked by others. Okay, but let's move on to number three. You want to be liked by the people that matter in your life is do stuff together. That's how you want to be liked. It's not just about listening and it's not just about the first two rules. We've all heard those two rules, but do stuff together. Find common ground and do stuff instead of just talking about stuff. Most people will meet for coffee and talk about things and going to do this. and It's often past and future. When you do stuff, it brings you both in the present. So with me, whenever I meet up with friends, it's usually over a walk together or a bike ride or we play tennis or we're doing yoga or Pilates or sometimes we even listen to a podcast together. How many times have you sat and actually listened to a podcast together? Now, in my business at MSA National and probably in your business, you do that all the time. Now we have to stay up to date with a case law and legislation so once a month we sit in a boardroom together and we listen to talks, essentially lectures, but we're all listening together and we take notes and at the end of it we have a discussion around it. How incredible that is and by the end of that time we all love being together in that room and it gives us a bond. So by doing things together, you end up talking about what you did instead of reflecting on what you've done or going to do. I hope that makes sense to you. And it reinforces the fact that it keeps you grounded in the present moment. Okay, number fourth tip, and this is a short, sharp, and simple one, but it's important. And that is silence your technology, whether it's your watch, your phone, your laptop, your tablet, whatever it is that interrupts a conversation it's a circuit breaker to becoming more liked so silence all your digital devices when you're always someone put your phone on silent turn it over and resist the temptation of looking at your phone this sends a message to the other person that their presence is valued by you now remember what I said right up front I said that you don't need to be liked by everyone and two, focus on the people that matter So apply that rule, silence your technology, not just to your work colleagues or uh, people that you've just met and you want them to like you, but start with your partner. Start with yourself. You want you to like you when you're meditating or when you're reading or whatever it is that you're doing which requires you to be in the present. Switch off your technology. If you have kids with your family, switch off your technology, silence it. And with your work colleagues, as I mentioned, when we do our internal conference at MSA National, when we watch lectures, the phones are not allowed in that room. And it keeps us grounded, as I said, and it keeps us bonded. Now, here's the fifth tip and the controversial one that people just don't like to talk about. But the honest truth is that we are attracted to people who look fit, radiant, healthy and well-presented. So my fifth tip is look your best. If you want to be liked by others, you need to look your best. So how do you look attractive? Research shows that the easiest way to look attractive is to smile more. Simple. We like people who are happy and are always smiling. That's the first way to look attractive. The second way, and this is the controversial one, is invest in your wardrobe. When you dress well, you feel great and confident I'm not saying dress well because you're doing it for the other person. Yes, they do appreciate someone that's well-presented. Other people are drawn to well-presented people. We interview people and subconsciously we actually assess how they're presented. Even though we are looking for substance, but subconsciously I have to admit to you that everyone will judge a book by its cover. Of course, you need to look underneath that cover and look for the substance But the element of presentation is always there. At the end of the day, as I said, it's about you. Having been well-dressed is something that really builds an air of self-confidence. And that makes you more appealing. You can tell people that are self-confident, their posture is upright. And they tend to be the ones that are smiling more, which circles back to that first rule about this. So my advice is to get a personal stylist to help you dress true to who you are. Now, I have an incredible stylist. I live in Sydney and I have an incredible stylist that in Sydney, his name is Lyle Lux. That's L Y L E L U X. That's where you find him on Instagram and look him up. And I, I like him because a true personal stylist will dress you in a way that is congruent with who you are as a person. So your personality, it's not about wearing labels. It's about being comfortable in the threads that you are wearing. So invest in your wardrobe. Now, also under this tip of look your best, another rule is smell good. (laughs) Wear perfume or cologne, but don't overdo it. Research shows that people who smell nice are actually attractive. And as I said, the flip side is that when you smell good, you also feel good. And when you feel good, you are more confident and you have more energy. And energy is the invisible force that people like about you. People with low energy always appear to be dull and boring. That's the honest truth. I want to call it out, okay? If your energy is low, and we've covered this topic in the past, which is why we bring you so many experts in the area of health and well-being to boost your energy because I've said it before, energy is the number one currency in the 21st century ahead of time and ahead of money. So on that topic of energy leads me to the next tip to get people to like you, and that is have high energy. Research shows that people are highly energetic, are just simply more attractive. I go back and listen to those podcasts on health and energy, but I wanna give you some of the highlights of how to have high energy. These are things that I talk about and I implement in my daily routine religiously, whether I'm having a good day, average day or a bad day. And they are eat life foods, get more sunshine, get more sleep, do work that lights you up. And lastly, stay away from toxic people because they will drain your energy. You know the ones, people who are jealous of you, people who complain a lot, people who are competitive with you, people who betray your trust and confidence, people who focus on your faults, people who are always complaining and blaming others, people who repetitively break their promises, people who are self-absorbed or self-entitled, people who contact you only when they need something. And often, it's toxic people that are the worst listeners, and they're the ones that end up hogging the conversation. So that's my number six tip, and that is have high energy. Now, I hope those rules that I quickly went through will help you boost your energy. Okay, my number seventh tip is to have interesting things to say, things that the other person will relate to or something that the other person does not know. Usually people's ears will prick up when you're sharing information that is new to them because people are curious and want to learn new things. But I want to share with you some rules when it comes to talking about interesting things. One is share freely but not overbearingly. Don't overwhelm people with your enthusiasm. Next rule is don't talk politics or religion. Next is don't brag. And lastly, is don't gossip or talk ill will about others, especially if they are not present to rebut what you are saying. Okay, so they're my seven tips on how to be more liked by people. I hope you've learned something new from those tips. Now, as I prepared for this podcast, as I mentioned earlier, that Dr. Guy Winch has written a wonderful article on this very topic. And incidentally, Dr. Guy Winch will be attending Upgrade Your Life 2022 on January 22 and 23 for the third year running. And we can't wait to hear from him now. In that article, which is published on Psychology Today, he goes through 10 tips on how to be more liked. And going through those, there are some that I did not share with you today, but I want you to read for yourself. One of them is to be supportive. And he talks about in that article, how to be supportive. He also has a tip, which he calls following up. And he says, there is an opportunity that most people miss when you follow up you get people to like you. And he talks about that in more detail in this article. The other one he mentions is not to overcomplain. Now, I mentioned that in this podcast, but he explains it more beautifully in that article. And he also has another tip called keep disagreement to a minimum. And it's vastly different to what I mentioned earlier. And he goes through that in the article. I want to finish this podcast by how he finishes his article, where he says, Being friendly boils down to being agreeable making people feel comfortable and welcome and making them feel accepted, understood and valued. So keep those in mind and when in doubt about what to say, Dr. Guy Winch suggests that less is more when it comes to the dance of getting people to like you. So I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode which answers the second question preoccupying people's minds and that is how do I be liked more? And I hope the tips have helped you. I hope you implement them in your daily routine. And I hope that these tips become a daily habit for you because it's only when we form those habits that life becomes easier. Anyway, I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode. Until next time, as always, my friends, don't forget to live consciously.